Hello and welcome. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Um, You're listening to Retold, a podcast where I review and analyze modern retellings of ancient Greek and Roman history and mythology. I'm your host, Sophia, and in this episode, I guess you would call it a trailer, um, I'll be talking about what to expect in the podcast in general, as well as more specifically, the first coming season. so you kind of know exactly what I'm going to be talking about on the podcast already. Um, I think most podcasts nowadays don't really uh, bother making a blurb, or sorry, making a trailer or introductory episode because, you know, they have blurbs. If someone's interested in the topic, they'll click. If not, then they'll stay away because of the blurb. But, and I do think that makes sense, but I personally, I like trailers and I like introductory episodes and I do find it kind of awkward to just dive in without any preamble without any pretense and also without any like introduction to the host I feel like it's just a little weird so I thought I would make a trailer um I will preface this by just trying to be as transparent as possible and saying that this is not the first time I've recorded this trailer. It might be about the fourth, um, perhaps the perhaps the fifth, um, and that's because I am completely inexperienced with things like microphones and interfaces, and also like uh, recording apps and uh, softwares, and I keep um, deleting my my audio randomly um i turn the gain up too high which that's a new word that i've inserted in my vocabulary recently um needless to say i'm really still learning the ropes so bear with me um i've already said most of this information at least four times already so it's gonna sound a little rehearsed um because i know exactly what i'm gonna say um but uh, you can trust me when I say nothing on this podcast will ever be scripted. Um, I'll, you know, I'll have, I might have outlines occasionally. I might have whatever. And obviously there's nothing wrong with any podcasts that have scripts. Some podcasts really do require those things. But me personally, I just don't have, I just don't feel like I have the time or effort or motivation to create a script because that's a lot of work. Um, the great thing about scripts are that you can create a transcript after that. But me personally, I again, I don't, I don't have the motivation, time, energy to create a script before I go in. And also, I just think that it's not necessary for the type of podcast I'm doing. 
And you can tell I'm really getting ahead of myself, so maybe it's good that I'm recording this five times, or maybe it's, I guess maybe it's also a bad sign that, like, <laughs> I haven't learned after four, four tries, after four tests of, um, doing this, um, I feel like I should just start, um, so, like, what is this podcast? What, what is it gonna be about? Um, how did I get the idea for this podcast? What are my goals with this podcast? A little bit more about, you know, who am I? Uh, what is, what is the podcast gonna look like? Those are the questions that I'm kind of aiming to answer with this trailer. So, if you're someone who really doesn't care about any of these things, and uh, the first episode is already out, um, go ahead, you can skip it if you'd like, but bear in mind that this podcast is going to have a very specific structure, and I don't think that, um, I'll, I think it will take some time getting adjusted to, and especially if you're still during the first season, you may not really understand how the podcast is formatted unless you listen to this episode in its entirety, so please, I mean, I would recommend uh, listening to this episode first. Um, by the way, you know what's so stupid? My recording software, like, the program, my recording program, the program that I'm using to record this audio does not, like, play the clipping or whatever. Another term I recently learned, um, it doesn't, like, show you how trashy it sounds when your gain is up too high. Um, and I feel like, I didn't even set it that high, it just, like, cut, it just happened, like, occasionally, um, and it absolutely ruined the recording. This is so off topic, but if you are someone who is starting a podcast and knows nothing about audio, which was me five seconds ago, keep that gain low. I mean, really, who cares if anyone can hear you, I mean. Really, it's better to hear nothing than to hear that awful screeching noise that it makes. Um, let's get back on topic. Again, you would think that um, four tries would have helped me um, not sound so disorganized, but you know what? I don't know what I was going to say. Um, let's just dive in, you know? <laughs> I feel like... I'm just digging my da- my grave deeper and deeper. Um, so, what gives me the qualifications for this podcast? To be honest, kind of nothing. Um, I don't have credentials that are impressive in any way or actually mean anything or can be measured in any way. Um, I, I'll just be straight up. I do not have any sort of, uh, degree, um, I've never taken any classes, um, in, um, ancient history, or, or ancient Greco-Roman history, or classics, or mythology, or anything like that. I'm not a, a historian, I'm not a classicist, um, I'm none of those things. I'm also, you know, I'm just... Um, I'm just some random high schooler who knows who knows a little more than the average citizen of the world about ancient Greco-Roman history and mythology, due to the fact that um, 
I was a uh, Percy Jackson fanatic as a child. Um, I'm still a child, but you know, um, as a younger child, I got into Percy Jackson maybe when I was trying to think, maybe six. Um, and those were really the books. This is important. Trust me, this is important. This is relevant. I'm not just going off on some random spiel. Um, Percy Jackson was a formative experience for me because it was one of the first chapter books that I ever read. It was one of the first, like, middle grade books, which makes sense since I was literally six and most six-year-olds aren't reading middle grade books, and I confess that I struggled to understand a lot of that. A lot of the, um, language and just, like, plot lines that were constructed in those, that series, um, I think I've always been a bit of a higher level reader than many of my peers, but even as a six-year-old, I did struggle to understand some of the, uh, stuff in Percy Jackson. But, nevertheless, it was definitely a formative experience for me because, on okay, honestly, Percy Jackson taught me probably, like, half the English words that I know today. Um, it, I mean, obviously reading is, for many people, reading really does improve someone's knowledge of even their native language, which mine is English. Um, and I also, like, it's what, it's the series that really got me into reading. Um, I've been obsessed with reading for basically forever. Um, I used to read Rainbow Magic at the midnight hours, and I probably shouldn't have been doing that, but, you know, I was. But Percy Jackson was really what made me the book nerd I am today, and coincidentally, it also made me the mythology nerd and the history nerd I am today, because... Um, obviously, Percy Jackson, if you don't know what it is, it's a children's series, um, kind of middle school age, uh, audience, um, series about Greek mythology, and, um, it also has a bunch of other spin-off series that are about various different mythologies, but the main series and its sequel series is, I... I know, I know the plural is series, but I cannot resist saying series, because then I don't, because if I say the sequel series, then how do you know if I mean the sequel series or this, or the secret, the sequel series plural, right? So Percy Jackson, uh, I feel like, um, I am blanking on what I was going to say. Right, so Percy Jackson is, again, it was something that really, it was a retelling um, that got me into mythology. And after that, I started reading more about, you know, the original sources of mythology. I read the source texts uh, when I was pretty young. I don't know why, but I read the Iliad when I was about nine. Now I find it literally the most boring, boring piece of literature on Earth besides the Scarlet Letter, but back then I guess I thought it found it interesting somehow. Anyway, I read a lot of the the, the plays, the poems, all of the things 
um, back then, and I'm really glad I did, because I think that um, reading the source text, knowing that the, the original the the original story is important to being able to consume the retelling in a more meaningful way because first of all i mean writing a retelling or creating a retelling in any way whether it be um a tv show a film a novel whatever um doing retail a good retelling requires so much work um, it requires so much research. It requires um, really actually analyzing this source material and seeing what you can take away from it, what you can add to it. And also another aspect is that, you know, there are people out here, they're, the readers that you're writing this for are inevitably, most of them are probably already going to know these stories. They're already going to be attached to these characters. They're already going to have their own opinions on these events. So you have to kind of adjust your writing to, to realize, you know, you have to make it so that no one will be enraged. Um, and also that, um, you need to also make it powerful enough because, you know, a lot of the retellings that are coming out recently, and I'll talk about more that more late in, in a few minutes, um, a lot of the retellings that are coming out lately are retellings that seek to provide a new understanding of the myths or a new perspective or, or just um, a new possibility. And for the readers who already know the, the myth, um, it's so hard. To, you have to make it powerful enough so that you can turn these readers around, so you can bring the readers around to the other side for a new perspective. Because readers have consumed these myths. They've already gone in with these preconceived notions that are ne not necessarily wrong when it comes to mythologically or historically accurate, historical accuracy. But if you want to really create a retelling that subverts uh, most people's preconceived notions on these stories, you need it needs to be powerful for um, the reader to suspend their disbelief and to immerse themselves in this alternate version of the story. You really have to. You really have to make the character really well fleshed you have to flesh the character out really well the events the setting because the reader is already going to have this preconceived setting in mind that you need again they the set the the reader generally has something already in mind for the myth um and you need to um, really work hard and put in a lot of effort to make them be able to come around to your side and see things from your perspective, see see your interpretation of the myth. And I think that if you haven't read the myth, it's or whatever story, you know, like if it's a historical story, the story, if you don't know the story, it is um it is impossible to see all that hard work. And I think that retelling authors and creators really do deserve to be appreciated for the work, all the work that they put in for adapting and interpreting these stories and making them into new stories. 
And also on the flip side, if you do read these retellings or watch them or whatever, however you consume um, a retelling, if you are introduced to the retelling before you know the original, um, the original story, then when you go back to that original story after having already seen the retelling, it often is that the retelling influences your views on the stories and I think that in some ways that that's nice because it gives us you know a diverse um, population of people who are into these myths some people have come from very traditional uh, viewpoints and some have seen other viewpoints but at the same time again I think it's better to know the story first and then try and shift perspective afterwards because some of these retellings really are very, very creative, but also um, they take licenses with the with the myth. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that as long as you realize that they aren't necessarily what you should be using as your source. Um and also, you know, I've seen people who have only consumed these retellings and ha- aren't really familiar with the the original stories. I've seen these people um, kind of make assertions and assumptions about the original story just based on what they know from the retelling and not really um, not realizing that the people that they're discussing with, uh, the people that they're discussing about with these other people are not the same people, and by that I mean, for example, let's say you're arguing with a stranger on the internet about a character from mythology, and one of you knows the character simply from the source text, and one of you knows them simply from the retelling. Obviously, those, the two tellings of the, the, the story will have different representations and different characterizations, different viewpoints on the character, and sometimes I think that people who haven't really read or consumed the source text, I mean, you're, when you talk about the, when you've only read the retelling, but then assume that's what the myth is, or whatever the original story is, it kind of, it's not the same character. Um, Because a retelling is not the same thing as a telling if you've only read, for example, The Song of Achilles, you can't really make assertions on how morally upstanding Achilles is um, in the myth because he, his, the way he is represented in the myth is extremely different from the way he's re- represented in The Song of Achilles. Can you tell I've experienced people like this before? Probably. Um, and I think, obviously, there's nothing wrong with uh, viewing the the Achilles from Song of Achilles as a separate character who is morally upstanding, contrasted with, or more morally upstanding than the one in the Iliad and the myth. However, when you make these, when you assume that they're the same person, it difficulties arise because when we talk about these characters um we typically are referring to the original story and i also think that if you do consume the retelling first and then the original telling that 
the retelling is inevitably going to influence your views on the telling. You know, it's great that we have different viewpoints from different people, but I also think that, um, in a way, people can misinterpret the original text based on the retelling. Because some retellings, uh, they interpret the original uh, myth or story in a way that is definitely plausible and could be a, a new viewpoint that could might might be historically or mythologically accurate. Um, it's just that we don't really have that from the text. However, sometimes the retelling genuinely is telling a different story from the original story, a very different one, and I think it's important not to tr not to accidentally conflate the two. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to history and mythology, and therefore I prefer to speak of these characters as two separate entities when we're talking about retellings in the original. Is it a little petty for me to start a podcast simply because I'm mad that people who have only re consumed the retellings um, are making assumptions and um, being really presumptuous on online spaces or just spaces in general for uh, people who are interested in the original history and mythology? Yes, it is petty, more than a little I would say, but at the same time I genuinely do think that I'll enjoy this podcast. Uh, that definitely seeing these people who um, kind of don't know the retelling or don't know the original myth and simply are going off the retelling, it, it has sparked a little bit of um, fury <laughs> in me. Uh, however, there's def that's definitely not the only reason for this podcast. In fact, I would say it's not even really a reason. It's just another thing that I think that this podcast will help address. Um, which I think goes pretty seamlessly into my explanation of how the thing, the entire thing will be organized. Because um, what I'm planning to do with the podcast is divide it into seasons. And what I'm planning to do with each season is each season will be a different topic on his, a different topic within ancient Greco Roman history and mythology. For example, um, I guess I'll just reveal this right now. The first episode I'm planning on, or the first season, will be about the Trojan War, which um, I'm really excited for, but it's just focusing in on a very specific point of mythology or history. And I think that this is important. I've When I envisioned myself making podcasts, I never really saw myself making, structuring it in this very rigid way. Um, I never really envisioned making seasons at all. Um, but I think it's important because, uh, like I said, a, a big thing about why I um, am making this podcast is because I think a lot of people um, don't, they either only know the retelling or they, a lot of people consume these retellings without really knowing the original story and therefore they can't make these connections. They can't and make these analyses or comparisons, they just don't have the full experience. So I, so therefore, if there are any people who are reading along with me or watching along, I'll also be covering TV and film, but I will say that most of what I planned is novels, but there are definitely going to be 
some TV and film, uh, TV and film, TV shows and films as well. Um, and if you're going along with me, if you haven't consumed a lot of these retellings, or if you have consumed these retellings but don't know the myth, or the, whatever the original story is, and you want to hear my... If you don't know the story is what I'm saying, you can't really accurately... Because what I'm going to be doing in this podcast is I'm going to be looking at the retelling, and I'm going to be looking at the source text, and I'm going to be kind of um, seeing where there are differences, seeing where there has been some artistic licenses that have been taken, and seeing how that impacts the way that this story is told, and the way that this story is received. So that's why, so to know to be able to listen to my podcast with any amount of actual knowledge, I guess, I, I think that it's important for my listeners to know the original story, which is why for every season, um, the first episode will be kind of an expository episode covering what really went down um, from the original mythology or history from our original sources, from our ancient sources, our primary sources. Well, I guess most of them aren't really primary, but, you know, the oldest sources we have. And so that's what the first episode of every season will look like. It won't be really talking about retellings at all. Although I might talk a little bit at the end of each introductory episode about, like, what I might want to be seeing in retellings. I don't know. I, I, I haven't figured that part out yet. Um, and then after the first episode of each season, there's going the subsequent seasons will all be a different retelling. So, for example, like I said, the first season will be the Trojan War. So the first episode will be about the Trojan War itself. And then the second episode might be any specific Trojan War retelling. So that could be Troy 2004, The Song of Achilles, um... And that's what each episode will be a different retelling until the last episode. And then at the end of the season, the last episode will be more of a recap. Um, it won't really be covering any specific retelling, but it will be comparing some retellings to each other. Um, looking back on this entire season, seeing some maybe some trends in the way that people are retelling some interesting uh, patterns, for example, and also I thought it would be fun, um, I'm a writer, not a good one, or a published one, but an aspiring writer, and I think, and I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about, if I was reading, retelling this story, how would I go about that, um, what would I want to see in my retelling, what would I really want to bring out and focus on in my retelling, um, and that that section will also kind of serve as an advisory portion for anyone who might be wanting to retell these stories in any way. Um, again, I'm not that good of a writer, so when it comes to advice, it's really less of my perspective as a writer and more of a perspective as someone who knows these stories, um, has seen how people have reacted to previous retellings and maybe what what 
what kind of things that I would like to see explored more in future retellings, um, what kind of things I would like to see future retellings avoiding, um, and also, yeah, just like, what are, in future retellings, if I was talking to someone who's planning to write a retelling, or, you know, direct a retelling, whatever, um, what would I want to see in the in the retelling that I may or may not have seen in previous retellings, the, the retellings that I've covered on the podcast. So I think that's kind of a summary. Oh, and also, so every season will have about, it's flexible, probably about seven to ten um, body episodes, and then adding the introduction and conclusion, that will be nine to twelve episodes in total, so that will probably take about four to five and a half months. I'm not the greatest at math, but I think that's a good estimate, and between seasons I'll be taking a brief hiatus, um, so that will be because I'm planning for the beginning of the seasons to be six months apart each, because I think that helps, you know, the podcast stay really contained that's right about when finals is going to take place, so I think it's kind of perfect. Um, I'll be able to focus on my finals while taking a break from the uh, regular feed. So yeah, and those those hiatuses aren't going to be long at all. Um, probably only two weeks to maybe, I don't know, a month perhaps? Uh, maybe a month and a half? I don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's all I really have to say about organization. Um, I did want to plug, before I go, I do really, I do have one last topic to cover, and that is my Patreon. And yes, 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 I know it's a little presumptuous to have a Patreon before my first episode even premieres. However, really the purpose of the Patreon isn't really for money. Obviously, that's a bonus perk, but also, um, you know, my podcast is going to be so strictly organized. And I don't think that there are a lot of topics that I might want to cover that won't really make it into the excuse me, into the podcast simply because of the, the strict organizational system. Um, so all of those things, I have a lot of ideas for bonus content, and I think that's really why I'm setting up the Patreon. Obviously, um, the support is great, the financial support is great, and will definitely help me, uh, help me make the listening experience better for y'all, uh, because better recording equipment, better, uh, I may be able to, um, buy these books and, and, uh, TV shows and movies rather than, um, having to borrow them from the library, which is really annoying, and some might not, I might not be able to find them, so therefore I might not be able to consume them, and if I, there might be some more niche books that, uh, or films that I might need to purchase, so, uh, this will really help me out, the Patreon, I mean, um, because, I mean, right now I'm thinking of making the, the podcast ad-free, but that might not be the case by the time you're listening, um, but either way, ads really don't, um, support podcasts probably as much as they should, um, 
it's really hard to get revenue from ads. Um, so yeah, that's, it's the, it's kind of, the Patreon is kind of just killing two birds with one stone, um, as they say, because, um, the main reason why I'm starting it so early is because I simply have so much extra content that I'm really eager to release and I don't want, and I want to talk about it. I want to have an outlet to talk about it, but I don't think it will make it into the, into the strictly structured um, pod regular podcast and also it will help me out financially and help support the podcast so um, I'm just gonna re- basically just re- re- read the um, the patreon page you can find this at patreon.com slash retold pod um, I'll just again just read the uh, page so there's only one tier but I'm pretty sure you can donate more if you want I'm not sure. Can you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just donate $2. Um, if you guys, I don't know, if you want to support me more, that's great. Um, maybe uh, message me or something. My contact information will be in the description and at the end of this episode. But I don't really know if anyone's going to want to, <laughs> to uh, commit more, so... I've just set two dollars a month um, because I think that I've tra- I think it's pretty affordable compared to a lot of podcasts because I don't I wanna again this is mainly just for um, to provide an outlet for the other for the bonus content that I want to release and it's less about actually the money so. It's just two dollars a month, you know. That's you know that's only a dollar per two weeks. That's half. That's fifty cents per week. That's really not that much at all for I probably probably the average person who will be listening to my podcast. So please, 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 please consider um, sacrificing a little uh, fifty cents per week to support my podcast. If not, obviously that's totally understandable. Um, I'm definitely not subscribe to all my favorite podcast patreons but if you can afford 50 cents a week please please consider it and if you want to hear more from me so again i'm just gonna read this 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 page for only two dollars a month you'll receive tons of exclusive bonus content and benefits from me including my everlasting love and gratitude um early access to all regular feed episodes. So, um, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but this is a bi-weekly podcast, so the regular feed will be coming out every other week. However, Patreon subscribers will be getting those, um, those episodes a, a week early, a week in advance. Um, also, uh, again, I haven't really decided whether I'm going to be adding ads or not. Um, probably if this podcast becomes more access- successful, I'll probably look into adding advertisements, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen yet. But if it does, the Patreon's, um, the page, the Patreon's regular feed episodes will all be ad-free. Um, exclusive voting power to help me decide what topics or content to cover next. So this is like if I'm conflicted on the topic of the next season, or if I'm in the middle of a season and deciding what retellings to cover, 
uh, you guys will be able to help me decide that on monthly musings episodes where I discuss relevant topics more in depth. So this is, um, I think, something that really one of the things that I'm most excited about in terms of this podcast because uh, I feel like Obviously, I'm going to be doing some pretty deep analysis, hopefully, on my regular episodes, but um, for every month on the Patreon, I'm also going to be doing something called a musing episode, which is just an episode where I talk about a more serious and broad topic in a more analytical way, taking examples from across antiquity, well, specifically Greek and Roman antiquity, and... Yeah, just talking about more broad topics over a longer period of time rather than just a focused um, time. And this won't really be related to retellings. Maybe it will. There might be some episodes just uh, talking about trends and retellings and etc. But yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Um, Musings, I know it's kind of weird. (laughs) It's not really uh, a word that we use often. But I like the word because it's referring to art as well as thinking. Um, obviously, this is not in, in reference to art. It's just referencing thinking. But it's also a nice little play on words. It's kind of a nice reference to Greek mythology, so that's why I chose that word. So, some of ex- the examples that I've put on the Patreon page for potential musings um, topics would be morality, marriage, representation, etc. Actually, did I say that earlier that they won't really be related to retellings? Actually, I've, I guess probably most of the Musings episodes will be talking about retellings, like just in general, though. So anyway, um, monthly episodes dedicated to particular characters. This is another thing I'm really excited for. So, for example, you know, for the season one, I'm talking about the Trojan War. So every month I'll be co- making a Patreon episode covering a specific character, talking about, you know, more in detail about their how their character is represented in in antiquity as well as in more in modern retellings uh analyzing how the fandom views them um just talking more about their story etc and yeah i think that will be really exciting so yeah again you know since season one is the trojan war for example um episode one, one character episode might be uh, Achilles, and then the second one might be Hector, and on and on and on. Um, exclusive, sporadic, bonus episodes about my retelling works in progress. So again, I am an aspiring writer, and a lot of my works in progress are retellings of mythology and history. So I thought I would be talking... I thought it would be nice to talk about that process because I feel like a lot of my listeners will be coming from the reading side of things, um, uh, thinking about how, you know, the experience of consuming these, these works, but, um, I think it's also interesting to flip the narrative, um, see what it's like to try and write to try and create a retelling because again writing a retelling is a really arduous task and it's also really it's just hard in general and it requires a lot of effort much respect to anyone who's created a very successful retelling um so yeah um 
I think that will be really interesting, but I'm not really going to restrict myself. I'm not going to be strictly releasing these episodes on any specific schedule since I think um, there won't, it's going to be a little harder. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know why I, I chose to not make these monthly, but they'll just be released whenever I kind of feel like it. Um, and that could be, you know, there could be a week in between two of these episodes, and there could also be six months. Um, you never know. Um, sporadic, also sporadic, um, bonus episodes covering retellings that didn't make it into any particular season. So if there's a retelling that I really want to cover, but if it doesn't really fit into any of these outlined seasons, um, and I think that could, that could be for any number of reasons, I think specifically a good one is that a lot of a lot of some retellings are just really, really unique, and they don't they cover a topic that's not very well known to m- many people, and therefore it doesn't that topic doesn't really have a lot of retellings. So I wouldn't be able to create a season out of that. And um, but I think that's uh, if I didn't cover those retellings at all, that would be really a missed opportunity since um, since I think it's also important to include those probably more than a lot of these more common retellings, um, because, because a big aim of mine is to try and diversify these retellings, and, you know, if they're all the same, it's not worth much to compare them, so I think, um, I'm trying to get a lot of different perspectives on these stories and see what might influence, um, why a specific retelling has made this decision, whereas another creator has made another decision. So, um, yeah, uh, there's, I'll also be releasing a lot of, probably a lot of random content, maybe, uh, so you'll also get, obviously, access to that. Um, and these exclusive benefits don't stop coming during hiatuses either. Thank you so much for your support. So again, the hiatuses aren't going to be super long, so if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, it's not like you're going to be missing me or you're going to be questioning if I'm actually going to come back. But, um, if you do miss me during the hiatuses, um, please go and check out my Patreon because I think that it'll be really fun over there. And I'm hoping that a lot of people will be able to, um, subscribe. Uh, and, yeah. Again, if you can't, that is totally understandable. Again, I'm not exactly super diligent in subscribing to all my favorite podcast Patreons. Um, I understand that, you know, a lot of people aren't in the, the, the financial position to, to contribute, or they might just not care about the podcast that much. <laughs> Which, again, that's totally understandable. I understand that not every podcast is for every person, and some people simply might not just jibe, jibe with me, I guess. So if you're not willing to take that uh, commitment, or if you're not in a position to make that contribution financially the best way to support the podcast is to share it with a friend recommend it to someone um that could be a friend a family member or really just anyone who will listen you might 
or you could, I guess you could share, um, you know, on one of your, po- on your platforms if you have social media or something. Um, that's really helpful to any podcast because it really does. The main difficulty with having a podcast is that it's so difficult to get that, um, to grow that audience because I think a lot of podcasts, um, no matter how good they are, it's really hard for a podcast to get discovered unless the topic is really niche. And I do think mine is a little bit more niche than most. But, um, yeah, uh, just please, if you want to support me, go ahead and share it if you enjoy this podcast. Um, and I understand that this, this episode is really boring, and that's because, um, I'm just kind of, I'm not really talking about anything important, I'm just talking about more, it is important, but it's not really fun, um, I'm just reviewing information, um, but, but yeah, um, if, if there are already episodes out by the time you're listening, which I'm sure there probably will be since I doubt I'm going to get a really big audience by the time this episode, by the time the next episode releases, but either way, if, if you enjoy these episodes, again, share and recommend to anyone who will, who will listen, and even if they won't listen, um, also, it's also really helpful if you review, if you leave a nice review on whatever platform or app you're using to listen to this podcast, because reviews really do help, um, with analytics and, again, help to grow that audience to get the podcast out there, so, yeah, very thankful to anyone who does that. Um, I think that's really all I had to say for today. Um, not that, not that it was not that it was not much at all. It's, how long has it been? My god, I can't even find the end of this audio tape. Oh, it's been nearly an hour, so if you enjoyed this quote-unquote trailer, subscribe to my episode, to my episodes, subscribe to my podcast on whatever platform or app you're using to listen, um, uh, my first episode, my first official episode will be, um, uploading, will be premiering on January 5th, I believe, Friday, January 5th, and it's going, again, it's, season one is going to be the Trojan War, so the, the first episode will be about just covering the events of the Trojan War, um, uh, talking more about the source text of the Trojan War, and, yeah, I think it'll be pretty fun, um, I'm obviously more excited to really get into the retellings, but I think, uh, telling the, you know, the expository episode is, again, a really important part of this podcast, and I think it's really necessary for me to, uh, achieve those goals of my podcast, to, um, really be able to have that conversation about, have that more informed conversation, and it will also give me a refresher on the ancient texts, so yeah, please look forward to that, and if you don't want to be bored, if you, (laughs) if, if you already know the Trojan War myth, you can feel free to skip that episode, um, I don't think it will be as boring as this one, I think it will be 
I think I'll try I'll try and make it as fun as possible, but if you're really, really just wanting to hear more about the retellings, those will be coming out after the first episode. But yeah, I do think the first episode will be fun. And I'm really looking forward to just the podcast in general because um, I think this will be really fun and it will be really, it will help me learn a lot and hopefully there's some people who are um, just as interested in these these retellings as I am and just as uh, invested in these stories and characters and yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you go on to um, continue listening to the podcast because I do think that this will be a really fun journey for me and also the listeners. So yeah, again, subscribe to the podcast wherever. Um, consider subscribing to my Patreon. If not, um, go ahead and share the podcast, uh, leave a review. You can also contact me with any questions, um, with any suggestions, with any comments, corrections, if I say something wrong, which I'm sure will inevitably happen, um, criticism on the way I'm running the podcast. Of course, I won't necessarily listen to the criticism, but I'll take everything into account. Uh, you can really just say anything to me, except for hate speech, I guess. I mean, if you have hate speech, might as well send it to me. That will be, uh, those will be interesting to read, I think. And I think I can handle it, really. Um, I think it's better for people, haters, to have an outlet rather than harassing, like, 11-year-olds on the internet. My email, you can email me at retoldthepodcast at gmail.com. If you're wondering why that's so incredibly long and weird, uh, that's because literally everything else was taken, so yeah, retoldthepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I have an Instagram, it's uh, at retoldpod, so instagram.com slash retoldpod. I'll be posting announcements there and updates as well as uh, you can also DM me uh, if you have anything you want to say to me. Um, I also have, I'm also setting up a Curious Cat, which if you're not in AO3, that's basically a platform where you can ask anonymous questions, or I guess you don't really need to, they don't really need to be questions, I guess they could also be comments, but that's what you would want to go if you want to stay anonymous. Um... I've seen Curious Cat used by a lot of AO3 writers, and I really think that it's a great platform for anyone who, again, wants to stay anonymous. Um, so hit me up there. Did I already say the link? I'll say it again. <laughs> CuriousCat.live slash um, RetoldPod is my Curious Cat. So yeah, go there to, again, send me anonymous comments, suggestions, questions. Uh, the original intent is questions, but yeah. I'll definitely be responding to anything there, as well as, I'll try and respond to literally everything. Um, I don't think that there will be (laughs) enough people for me to not do that, so I'll definitely, if you want to be responded to by a podcaster, I'm the one to go to. Um, I also have a story graph, which this is kind of an alternative to Goodreads. It is definitely not the same thing as Goodreads. Um, It has really different features, um, and it has different 
the interface also looks really different. I think I, I actually like the story graph interface, um, like just what it looks like a lot more um, than Goodreads. Um, and so yeah, if you don't want to uh, use Goodreads, uh, you can find your story graph as a good alternative. Obviously, they're very different apps, so I do respect you if you want to stay on Goodreads. It, um, I personally just use Storygraph because, um, A, I don't really want to support Amazon, and B, it's just, I've, I'm used to it by now, and I think it's a great, um, it's a great website, and also it's really good with, um, with, uh, content warnings and trigger warnings. So if you, um, I'll, basically I'll be, uh, putting all my, the things that, the, if I'm, when I'm covering novels, I'll be pu- putting all the novels that I cover on the podcast on that Storygraph account, um, and you'll be able to view those books, um, you'll be able to see the blurbs, the other people's reviews, and also, um, content and trigger warnings for those books, so, yeah, and also, you know, like, page, uh, book length, etc., just all the information you really need on those books, uh, after the ones that I'm covering on the podcast. Um, I have a website, uh, and I will say I spent a considerable amount of time on this website. Um, it, it will have, the website will have all the links to a bunch of different my podcast, where you can find my podcast on a bunch of different platforms, it will, it has an about page, um, it also, all my episodes will also be coming out on my, 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 uh, website, and I'll also be releasing show notes on my website, um, if there's anything, if there are any f- images or links that I need to, um, that I, that I, that I feel like my listeners need to, ju- need to know, um, I'll be sharing those on my website. So yeah, go ahead and visit that. Um, my Patreon can also be found on my website and contact information. So yeah, please just check out my website because again, I want someone to compliment me on it and I want to see people actually going on the website and because yeah, I think spend a, I put a considerable amount of work into it and I and I'm a bit I'm, I'm low-key proud of it. So, yeah, that's where you can find basically all my information. And the link to my website is retoldpod.card, with two R's, dot co. Um, obviously, that's not a custom domain, and I'm sure you can guess at why, but I'll just say that if you want to fix that, go ahead and subscribe to that Patreon. So, yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to say for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. I know you probably didn't expect this episode to be an hour, more than, an, longer than an hour. However, hope, I'm really excited for this podcast in general. I really hope you guys are too. And, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, this has been Retold. Uh, and I'll see you next time.